welcome back to Tea for Gen Z. I am your host, Cass, and today we'll be talking about my COVID experience because right now, on this day, I have COVID. And it sucks on many levels, but also I can see what God's teaching me, and I'm so excited to talk about it. Also to talk about my symptoms, how I'm feeling, and everything I've been craving since I've been stuck in my room for literally six days. So we're excited to talk about my mental health as well because it's on a slow decline. Also not a pity party, but I'm just telling you my mental health is on a slow decline. So hopefully when I feel all better, I can work on getting that back up. But in the meantime, I'm not getting my hopes up. So let's get talking. So as you can tell by my voice, I am not feeling the best, which is mm, expected because I have COVID. (laughs) But also, um, I think one of my biggest symptoms right now is loss of breath or like really hard to breathe. It's not like that I'm really hard to breathe. It's more of like I run out of breath really easily. So talking for a long period of time is not good. So like I had to take deep breaths um between most sentences even like doing that intro kind of hurt me hurt my lungs so and like going up stairs walking distances it's really hard to not run out of breath so I also haven't been to the gym in like a week and a half and I'm dying because of that as well I'm pretty sure The amount of crap I'm eating while I'm in quarantine has declined my fitness um, a lot. So, I'm excited to get back in the gym. Um, Don't mind the deep breaths I have to take to talk. Um, But I wanted to get on here and talk about my COVID experience just because it affects everyone differently. In severity, in physical versus mental, in all sorts of aspects. So... I'm going to talk about it um, from the beginning of it to now, and I think I'm a little halfway over my quarantine days, so I have to quarantine during Christmas, which sucks. It sucks so bad. My favorite holiday, and I have COVID. Like, I don't, I don't understand, but um, I'll get over it because 2020 sucks overall, so why did I expect Christmas to be any better? So, um, basically, I tested positive on Wednesday of last week, and, you know, I was told that I was exposed on that Tuesday before, um, so I got tested the next day, and I waited, so, you know, I still had to run my errands, I had Christmas shopping left to do, because if I did test positive, which I did, I could not go out again past Christmas. So I wore my mask. Don't you worry. Never came down. Um, I went to Walmart and Target, got the rest of my Christmas presents, which thank God for that because I wouldn't have gone, gotten half the gifts for my family. So, and that's all I, who I shop for is my family. So, um, glad I did that. But when I found out I tested positive, Um, my heart kind of sank because I knew I had to quarantine in my room, not just my house, but my room because my parents, my sister, my grandma all live with me. 
So, I basically have been in my room. So, that's an even smaller um, isolation, which is making me go absolutely batshit. I'm sorry, I had to, <laughs> I have to say that. It's running me crazy. Because if any of you know me, I'm a very social, very um, outgoing. I need to be going places. I need to be going to new experiences to, like, get me out of my funk. I need to be going to work. Um, so this is a really tough experience for me. And um, I'm not necessarily sick. Like, the breath thing is, like, hard because I'm also a very talkative person. But when I lay in bed, I'm totally fine. I feel like I'm just, like, wasting the days away. Time is an illusion to me at this point. Um, I've binge-watched all of my, like, shows I've been watching. And I haven't binged something in a hot second. Like, I have not gone from season one to the end in, like, a matter of 24 hours like I usually do. Um, when I didn't have a social life. <laughs> but now I do. So that, like, really sucked. But, anyway, whatever. I'm, like, first world problems complaining over here. But, anyway, it has a positive. I told my parents, I was like, hey, I need to quarantine in my room because my grandma lives with me and she is over the age of 70. I don't want her getting it. Whatever. So, um, I've been in my room and my parents tested. They both tested negative. Um, my sisters tested. All tested negative. So... I I was just, like, relieved that all my family didn't have it, but also I have to wear a mask during Christmas because, and stay away from my family. I'm not going to stay in my room for Christmas because, like, no, <laughs> but um, I'm going to be wearing a mask, and it's the day before my quarantine ends, so basically it's my last full day of quarantine and on Christmas. And I'm kind of glad because I have um, a lot to do that next weekend. So I'm excited for all of that. Like right when I got into quarantine, I have stuff to do. So that's good. But let's just talk about the fact that my mental health has been horrid. And you know, all, everything I say is not to bash anyone. It's not to create this pull of sympathy. I don't want it, okay? <laughs> I just want to explain what's been happening to me, um, maybe open your mind about what other people have been going through around you, and maybe create more of an empathy than sympathy, because, you know, you don't know people's stories and people's journeys, so I just really want to invite that um, openness and to invite that um, sense of compassion, because really compassion has been lacking in my whole journey within COVID and um you know people just assume that since I'm not very symptomatic that I'm totally fine with laying in bed everything's just luxurious I get all the days off of work I still get paid for work um you're just laying in bed watching Netflix and on TikTok and all that stuff and I'm like no I would rather not be in my position at all um I'd almost rather it be the opposite and I was symptomatic versus all the mental um, hits I've been taking these past couple days. So yeah, we're going to get into that. So in a less like deep, deeper moment right now, we're going to talk about my cravings first. Um, I've had a lot, a lot of cravings and it's, I don't know if it's due to the fact that I just can't get up and get it 
or the fact that my mind has been completely obliterated so I just it's like a pregnancy almost and like I'm just craving all of these random crap that I wouldn't crave if I wasn't isolated so some of the stuff I mean obviously I've been craving my coffee I've honestly only had iced coffee two days out of the six so I get constant caffeine headaches I'm irritable um I've been like super um crabby and if you've been texting me this past couple days you'd understand um I don't mean anything out of frustration I really don't guys I don't you know I love when people text me um I love when people ask me how I'm doing and if I come off as like this irritable piece of crap that's like what crawled up her butt it's my caffeine addiction and I'm not having this constant source of caffeine So, that's the reason why, and today is one of the other days that I have caffeine. So, I have to go the rest of the week um, using DoorDash, which means I'm paying $10 for a nice coffee. So, (laughs) and if you don't tip on your DoorDash, then you suck. And I've been tipping $5, $6 because I am in a desperate need of, you know, my food. So, it's more likely for someone to... Fun fact, actually. Um, It's more likely for someone to accept a DoorDash order if your tip is higher. So you get your food faster. Fun fact. Anyway. um, Obviously craving iced coffee. Also craving um, McDonald's all the time. (laughs) All the time. I've literally sat on my DoorDash app, literally, like, going through the McDonald's menu and adding everything to my cart and then exiting out because I know for a fact I'm not going to spend $300 on DoorDash. So far, I've only spent 50 and I've DoorDashed three times. So, it's expensive. So, that's good. Um, and I've also been craving, um, like, heavy sweets. So, I literally bought a half a dozen donuts and I ate three-fourths of it for breakfast today. Like, I literally am eating so much, so I can't wait to go back to the gym (laughs) and, you know, work all this off and, like, eat a lot healthier. Um, But I feel like right now it's okay, and I'm not beating myself up around it too much um, because it is a temporary phase, and I think that I need to just be okay with eating horrid because right now it's like the only thing comforting me right now um so I think that well that Jesus of course my lifeline has been prayer um and but like I haven't been praying for myself which is really bad but I've been praying for other people my best friend right now has also has COVID um so we both are quarantining right now And it's been super hard. I mean, I've been texting her, asking her how she's been. I even got her Dunkin' on her second day of quarantine. Um, So, I mean, it's more of like, hey, I'm here to lift you up, even though I'm in the same position as you. And I think that's really crucial when it comes to, like, people who are quarantining and who have COVID or who even quarantining without COVID who are just exposed. But we'll get into that later. Um... Another thing I've been craving is really bad, but, like, alcohol. (laughs) 
Um, I, my first three days of quarantine, I've been drinking every night, which really sucks because I'm reverting back to my old ways, but I stopped that after the third night. I was like, no, no more drinking before bed. (laughs) Um, but I would take like rum chata and I would take a fireball or I would take cream. So like, those are like my favorite thing mixers, like cream soda, rum chata, fireball. Um, what else? I mean, my Christmas drink, so, like, um, coffee liqueur, Irish cream, all that stuff, you know, but, um, I really just need to stop doing that (laughs) and stop craving alcohol, but that's another thing I've been definitely praying for because I used to crave alcohol like no other, like, it was bad. It was almost like I was craving iced coffee, but, like, alcohol, (laughs) So, but I just got real deep real quick. Okay, um, let's move on to another craving. I'm trying to think what I've been craving these past couple of days. Um, milkshakes for sure. Um, I don't know, just like a lot of sugar and a lot of milk, which sucks because I'm lactose intolerant. So, I've been, I haven't had a milkshake. Well, I made frozen hot chocolate last night, so lies. But it was so good. Oh my gosh, it was so good. Also, craving cookies. Um, my mom was making Christmas cookies, and I can just smell it. And I'm dying in this room. Like, literally dying. My my dad's making ribs for tonight. Um, So, I've just been craving all this stuff. Pickles and, like potato chips oh my gosh craving um good thing I don't have automatic access to that so that's really good um let's just move on now I'm done with my cravings um to some important things that have been helping me um throughout my quarantine so you know people asking me how I am which honestly has not been a lot, and I'm not trying to target people, my friends, if you're listening to this. Um, I'm just like, normally when you test positive from COVID, people just kind of be like, oh, she's quarantining, whatever. I've also done that. A lot of my friends have tested positive, and I never really asked, how are you? How is it treating you? All this stuff, and we really should be a lot better with that, because isolation's hard. I don't care if you're an introvert or not isolation is hard and a lot of my friends I know are extroverts so check out your extroverted friends who are in quarantine because it sucks they don't want to be there okay especially if they don't have COVID and they were just exposed um so yeah do that I think that that would definitely help them a lot and I need to start doing that too because I mean we're all they're all I can't even think or breathe. (laughs) Okay, we all need improvement, so there's always room to be better. Um, another thing is definitely prayer. If you um, if you are a Christian, if you are Catholic, I don't care what denomination you are, whatever. If you believe there's a God, if you don't believe there's a God, even just like thoughts about them, you know, prayers, thoughts. Prayer is a really powerful thing. Um, so I recommend you just do that. I mean, I ask for prayer every day and I think that it's more powerful that another person prays prays for you versus yourself. And that's really why I don't pray for myself. And I don't really know 
why I believe in that. No one's really told me that. Never says in the scripture that's that's true. But um, I think that when other people lift up your name and lift up your issues, it's a little bit more powerful um, versus you asking for it. I guess it's also my guilty conscience, like not wanting to be guilty about praying for myself. So that's that. Um, Definitely do that when it comes to like friends who have COVID because like you never know. Okay, a lot of the times they don't open up about what they're going through because, one, they could be like, hey, someone else has it worse than me, so why am I complaining? And that's another thing I just want to nip in the butt. I don't care if there's someone out there who is going it through it differently than you or worse than you. Your problems are not minuscule, and your issues and your feelings are not invalid. And that's something I had to tell myself a lot, is, like, just because I'm not physically affected by covid that much and other people are and they're like on their deathbed that doesn't make my mental health any smaller than it is like than i think it is or like it doesn't make it any less of an issue okay so put that in your head tell yourself that all the time just because someone's having it worse does not make you less than okay man doesn't make you less than. And if anyone tells you that differently, or if anyone meets your needs with, but you got to think of the other person too, then like, are you kidding? I'm going to go on tangent real quick. As a person who suffers from anxiety and depression, um, being met with, but you got to think of others too, or you have to, um, you have to think of the person who has it worse that's not what I want to hear. And that's not what other people want to hear either. That makes them feel like their feelings and their issues are invalid just because someone tops them off with something worse. Okay. And I, I've, I've definitely told all my friends this before is like with a person with anxiety, they overthink and they already think that their issues are less than someone else's and they want to take care of someone else or they want to make sure that other person's needs are met first. People with anxiety are, like, naturally twos. And I'm not trying to speak for everybody, okay? But when I had really bad anxiety, I was naturally a two. Unhealthy or not, I was a two on the Enneagram. So I wanted to make sure everybody else around me was totally fine before I even came out with my smallest issue. Um, So when I actually have the courage or, like, I have the strength to go and tell someone how I'm feeling or how anxious I am or all this stuff. And I met with your, I understand Cass, but like other people are suffering more. So like, don't be selfish. And you know, that sounds super harsh, but I have been told that to me. That has been told to me. So let's put in perspective That, yes, there are other people who have worse issues than you, but that doesn't mean you're insignificant. Okay, done with that tangent. Okay, done with that. (sighs) Um, I kind of, like, lost my train of thought. Let me think. Okay, so back on my mental health. That's where I was at. Yeah. So, I do have GAD, which is General Anxiety Disorder. I have a self-diagnosed panic disorder. And I have depression, which most of you should know if you listen to my previous episodes. Um, But 
being in isolation um, with just myself in my head, um, it's literally brought me to, like, one of the darkest places I've ever been. And it refers me back to my old ways, a.k.a. craving alcohol. Um, So, you know, this quarantine has not been good at all. And I think that also my limited social interaction, my limited just talking to people on a daily basis, I don't care if you're a stranger, if you're not, you know, I thrive off of conversation, even if it's a conversation with my supervisor um, at work. So, you know, it's been a rough ride and, you know, a lot just has not been helping. So, um, it's day six and I've cried 15 times. I've counted. 15 times I have only had two iced coffees, but the day before I tested positive, I had three in one morning. Um, and I think that that just set me up for failure. My heart rate has been higher than any, any time before. I think it's actually hit 185, um, just laying down. So, you know, yeah, my anxiety has been up and, you know, people have been asking, why are you stressing so much? You're just laying in bed. Why are you stressing so much? what's wrong with you? Um, I'm sorry, but if you don't know me or know how I overthink about everything, I can't help you because I don't know how to respond to that. Um, so I normally just like leave you on red if you say that to me. Um, so I've been texting probably three people this whole time and the majority of the time they just don't answer me so then I literally just overthink about that I'm like what did I say what did I do are they mad that I have COVID and that right there are you are they mad that I have COVID is the icing on the cake because I should not feel guilty about having COVID at all because one it's not in my control two it literally has happened to half the U.S. population And I don't see why this is any of my fault. Yes, I've made some decisions that some people just don't agree with because of the unknown and they're scared and they're upset. I understand that. But, you know, this is like all bringing into my mental health decline. And, you know, it's just been overall a terrible experience. And, you know, friends and family have let me down a lot this past couple of days. And the only person that has been somewhat supportive are a couple of people that I'm not just, I'm not going to mention, but they have, and I've told them. So I'm not here again to point fingers. I'm here to tell you that, you know, sometimes COVID has more of a mental impact than it does physical and that's what I'm experiencing right now and it's crazy to me because that's not how I thought that it was gonna go if I ever tested positive um I knew that I was gonna be asymptomatic I don't really know why um I'm not totally asymptomatic but I don't have coughing I don't have a fever I don't have um loss of taste or smell I don't have all of the major symptoms I just have you know, my lung capacity is not the best right now. That's all. But, um, especially around Christmas time, I'm super bummed, super, super bummed. Um, I don't want to spend Christmas in my room. 
um, I don't want to be sick on Christmas, and yet here I am. And, you know, you got to take that into consideration. I understand that my actions have affected multiple people, and the actions of my friends have affected me, clearly. But we're past that bump now. We're in the long stretch here, and I just want to extend my hand in compassion and forgiveness because I have forgiven everything that's been said to me because it literally, like, if you knew what was said to me, your heart would literally, like, drop. <laughs> literally drop. So, um, but I'm past it because forgiveness, okay, I'm past it. So, I've set a couple of goals, um for my long haul, like, the rest of the next four days, um, especially when it comes to, like, quarantining during Christmas, um, so here they are, um, I'm told myself that I need to, like, at the end of it, like, the last two days, like, not eat, um, super bad, so, like, start eating healthier, drink more water, um, start stretching, um, getting into that, um, workout mindset again, so, you know, doing small exercises due to my lung capacity right now, I don't think I could do a full cardio workout, um, but definitely, um, definitely, like, slowly getting into daily life again, um, start journaling. I suck at journaling. If any of you guys know, I suck at journaling. So writing things down for me is just not a thing. I am too scatterminded and I'm too distracted. Also, I have the attention span of a three-year-old. So even doing a podcast is sometimes hard for me. <laughs> but, um, I definitely think that writing some of my feelings down and writing some of, like, the things that was said to me and kind of, like, burning it a little bit is, like, okay, that was in the past. And no, I won't do it in the house. I'll wait till I do it outside. But, um, words, words are super powerful to me, like, super powerful to me. And when they're used as weapons, it, like, hurts bad. So, I also don't know how to let go of things, so I need to, like, learn how to let go of things. So, when I come out of quarantine, I can have a fresh start, um, and not hold that against anybody. Um, yeah, so, that's definitely there. Um, also, you know, this sounds, this is gonna sound really gross, but I need to practice regular hygiene. Um, (laughs) I, took my first shower, um, yesterday, um, after a week, so I was just in this very dark place that I did not get out of bed for literally, like, five days, like, not even to eat, so, um, yeah, that's just been, that's just been an issue, so practicing daily hygiene, um, I brush my teeth every day, so don't, don't get that idea, But showering, washing my face, um, I wash my hands all the time because I have COVID, but, um, you know, doing the extra hygiene I do, I guess you could say, like, showering every other day, but not washing my hair, um, you know, washing my face, moisturizing, um, doing face masks, all that stuff, so I think that that's a good goal for Christmas Eve and Christmas, um, Another thing is I have a winter intensive 
two days after my quarantine is up. So talk about cardio. Um, I need to get my lung capacity back up, so I'm doing breathing exercises. Um, so that's another thing. I actually tried to hold my breath for like 20 seconds um, yesterday, and I could do it. So that was good. Um, but just doing more of those breathing exercises to help my lung capacity get back up where it was before. Um, and that was a lot of work to do anyway, because when I got out of college, I was not super fit. And now I was working out every other day. So my lung capacity was like huge. Like I, I could literally hold my breath for like a minute, I swear. But, um, getting that back up, you know, and getting ready to go work out again, because I am not wasting time. I am not wasting time when I'm out of quarantine. I have plans the day, um, my, the day that my quarantine ends, and I have work the next Monday, so I need to get that, get that ready to go. Um, another thing is planning things to look forward to. Um, especially when I'm in this deep depression or deep state of um, overthinking and anxiety, you know, I need something to look forward to so I don't fall back into that when I'm done with quarantine. Um, so it'll be small coffee trips with my friends or shopping trips or I'm going to Colorado in January, so I'm excited for that. Um, any type of, you know, sleepover, you know, making food with my friends, getting food with my friends, you know, small things that I can look forward to. So if you're hearing this and you want to schedule something with me, let me know. Let me know. Not even schedule. I will just do it with you. Um, if you know me, my plans are very fluctuated. I um, go day by day with my plans. So let me know. You know, I'm here to do stuff because this sucks and I need to like plan some things. Um, and I think that's the last of it. I mean, I'm, I'm buying stuff off of Amazon left and right. I bought a milk frother the other day and let me tell you, I'm excited to use it. So that's another thing that I am excited for and looking forward to. It's just literally guys, the smallest things. I'm ready to froth my milk. <laughs> I'm looking forward to frothing my milk. Period. Okay. Um, so Honestly, another thing I'm looking forward to is going to Starbucks again by myself. Um, I literally had to text my mom, hey, can you go get me Starbucks? And she's like, okay. And, you know, if anyone knows my mother, she takes about an hour to actually go and do something. So I had to wait an hour um, to get Starbucks when it's literally like 10 minutes from her house. And that was hard for me. <laughs> and, I, and I know why. It's because I'm impatient. So, sorry, I had to catch my breath. Um, so, you know, waiting for things that I usually couldn't, don't have to wait for was hard for me. And, you know, God is just showing me all these different things. Showing me a lot about rest. Showing me a lot about patience. Showing me a lot about um, empathy for other people, but also how to take care of myself and my mental needs and... um all that stuff. So, yeah. So that's what what my goals are and what God's been teaching me. And I think that a lot of it's just been beneficial. And I think that my mental state, although it's been declining, will get back up. So I did expect it to happen. Um, and I think that I'm 
excited for it to go back right back up because I was living my I was living the dream before quarantine so I made really close friends at work I was thriving at my job I you know my social life has been outstanding um I got Christmas like Christmas is my favorite time of year um I was seeing my therapist regularly all this stuff was happening for me and I was like this is great this is what I prayed for for 2020 I was gonna end 2020 on a strong note and then I got slapped in the face and you know I wasn't really expecting that and, um, you know, it all went from, I thought my life was great to, oh my gosh, of course this would happen to me. So at first I did throw a pity party, but you know, the second that I was like, why, why am I like this? Like, I know that it'll get better after quarantine. Um, so I think that, you know, things will be, things will look up. Okay. Just because they look down one night, like, one time, you know, they have to go right back up. So, yeah, um, that's my whole journey with COVID. Um, I hope you guys didn't get too mad at me, um, because, you know, hearing a podcast about complaining is not the greatest, but I don't think I was complaining. I think that I was just explaining what was happening to me. And um, certain things that we all can improve on, including myself. So, yeah, I mean, guys, COVID sucks. And I can tell you at first I did not take this pandemic seriously. And I still don't think that it's as bad as people are saying. <laughs> because um, we've had seen worse. So, keep in mind, don't listen to mainstream news. They're just trying to scare you. Okay, that's their job is to scare you. Um... Don't be too afraid of it, but also be safe. Wear your mask, all this stuff. Don't be around people who are high risk. Um, so, yeah, fun fact, though, if you didn't know and you do have COVID, um, you have the antibodies for three months, and then after that, you're susceptible to the virus again. So, still wear your mask, but don't be as scared, okay? Don't live your life in fear, because that's just not going to get you anywhere. Um, so hang out with your friends, go to that restaurant, um, go do whatever you want to do, okay? Don't let COVID stop you, but wear your mask, be safe, be in between, okay? You don't have to be extremist on one side or the other. Protect others, but also don't live in fear, alright? So that's my advice for you, um, go ahead and enjoy your Sunday because I will be laying in bed watching Shit's Creek. So if you haven't watched Shit's Creek, please go watch it. It is so good and hilarious. Highly underrated. All right, guys, I'm going to be logging off now, but I'm open for conversation. Text me if you if you want to talk about it. Um, and yeah, I will talk to you guys so soon.